What's after? What's up, after Busters? We finally made it all the way to the end. It's season nine, episode fifteen. That's right. We're talking the Vegas finale. So get it one last time. You're tuning into the destination for TV super fan discussion. After Buzz TV, and now let the buzz begin. I'm a ninja. I'm gonna record this. <laughs> That's not you can't even. One last see me. dance party. One last dance party for Mamie. That's right. We got the lights going. We got MC Chris going. Guys, like I always say, get some MC Chris in your life if you don't already have him. Put in Ninja, one of my favorite tracks. It's the end. That's right. I'm just gonna let it play out. That's right. There we go. So good. I, I do want to learn the lyrics to this in spare time. <laughs> it's great. It's great. It's it's a very we'll talk about it after the show. We say that every week. We'll talk about it after the show. <laughs> Guys, it's season nine. It's episode fifteen, the very last episode of season nine of American Ninja Warrior, the Vegas Finals. My name is Ty Matthews. You guys can find me on all forms of social media at Ty Matthews PMA. Joining me as always. Oh, one last time (laughs) one last time the always talented the always effervescent the always effusive guys you can find her online at amyxandra underscore tv or amyxandra.com it's amyxandra thank you ty birthday boy that's right (gasps) it It, is his birthday guys it is my birthday i feel like you planned this um (laughs) it's a big old long con yeah 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 the big Um, the big three one today Yep. Uh, it's not much of a milestone. That is a milestone. What are you talking about? <laughs> I got about? through the first year of my 30s. There you go. <laughs> That's awesome. I just, I can't believe it's over. I can't believe we've been here for 15 weeks. It's been a long season. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, just listening to Hoodie Ninja for the last time this right. season. And just <laughs> right. Had to hold back the tears and then it being your birthday is just so, uh, it all I comes full can't. circle, oh, right? God. And you're even, as you pointed out to me off the air, you're even wearing the same thing that you did the very first episode when we had Christine Leahy in the studio. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I did it on purpose. I even did my hair kind of the same. Um, it's slightly longer. Yeah, right? It's been three months. There you go. So, uh, yeah, lots to talk about. I, I just... Uh, of I'm course. Very emotional. Of course. It's an emotional time. <laughs> Guys, whether you're joining us on YouTube or iTunes, we want to thank you so, so much for joining us all season long. Or if you're joining us for the first time, go back and check out some of our older episodes. Like I said, we had Christine Leahy on the very first episode. Last season, we had Matt Eisman. We had Akbar Bajabi and Mila. Lots of great guests. Uh, so if you're on YouTube, leave us a thumbs up, leave us a comment. If you're on iTunes, download, comment, review, subscribe, rate, five stars if you're nasty. As always, we want to hear from you, even in the interim, even between now and season 10. We want to hear what you think of the obstacles, what you thought of the courses, what you thought of the qualifiers, the city finals, the Vegas finals, all of it. All of it as a whole. Who are your favorite ninjas? Who are your favorite hoodie ninjas? Oh, boy. I, are we hoodie ninjas? I mean, not now. Why? I mean, like, you need... Like, we need to actually... You need, you need the requisite we'll see. gear I was for s- it. <laughs> Okay. Well, because I was going to say, we're not American Ninja Warriors, but we could be After Buzz. There you go. A&W. It's still A&W. Same letters. Whoa. (laughs) That took a while. You're so smart. I was like a a grenade. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, let's get into this. Yes. The very last time. The very last few courses. Let's start 
with stage two. Stage two ninjas will have four minutes to complete this course, starting with the giant ring swing, then onto the crisscross salmon ladder, then the wave runner, the swing surfer, wing nut alley, followed by the wall flip, where ninjas will have to flip 100, 125, and finally 150 pound panels to get to that buzzer and make it to stage three. I think the running thought with most of us while watching this episode was, what? What the? Are you kidding me? That's exactly, that was my exact reaction when I saw how far they were going to have to jump on those wing nuts. They have to fly. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, I don't even know what to say because I think even, even, even up until last week, mm-hmm. I thought, okay, yeah, I could see these being done. This could be completed. But this week, no. Right. Like, each, each obstacle is like, I don't even, that seems impossible. 20 ninjas. That's how many people went out on the wingnut alley on the stage two course. 20 of them. And these are already, not to say that the other ones aren't, but these are the best of the best from mm-hmm. this season that sure. were able to make it through. Mm-hmm. So you know just how crazy that, the freaking wing nuts. Absolutely. And I mean, we've got, I mean, veterans like, mm-hmm. uh, 21 actually, I think it might have been. Uh, veterans like like uh, Tyler Yamauchi, uh, Drew Dreschel. Uh, Drew Dreschel is especially, was especially uh, disappointing. That, whenever we see someone so seasoned mm-hmm. <laughs> fall at any point, really. Right. But so close to the end, it's just so heartbreaking. Because Disappointed! You... <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> Where's that from? That, it's, it's a long story. It's from Hercules. The okay. legendary journey Hercules. with Kevin Sorbo. We it's... were all disappointed. <laughs> Screw it. We'll put it in context. Uh, Kevin Sorbo was reading his lines on the set of Hercules, and there was a uh, a parenthetical, like a, a directive. Oh no! That he he needed to deliver the line as if he were disappointed, and then he just read that as part of the line, <laughs> and it's become sort of a piece of legend by wow. now. It's that's a, that's a regular sound clip on the Lucha Underground after show, which you can catch on Thursdays at ten o'clock p.m. Nice, <laughs> nice little segue there. <laughs> um, as the as the season has gone on, like you you get so much more invested and kind of the gasps of of shock and of of panic and of surprise get deeper and deeper. Um, and we saw with Drew Dreschel. When he was making the jump from, I believe, the second to the third wing nut, mm-hmm. he kind of grabbed onto it with his arm. And he said he hit the, the edge of the wing nut with his bicep at such an angle and with such force that it kind of gave him a dead arm. And that completely screwed his chances of, of getting an effective lache on that dismount. We'll see. And the thing is that you have to be, I mean, even like, you know, stage one, you have to be quick mm-hmm. enough to complete it on time. But you have to be very careful. Mm. Every single move that you make, really, every single one could affect you. Right, 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 um, right. But what's crazy to me is, I mean, we started, of course, at the qualifying round with mm. so many people. And, and we go by city, city, city. And then the finals, to see only this small little bunch of people right. Well, if you think so about crazy. it, 70,000 people applied to be a part of this season of American Ninja Warrior. Like... 
I can't even comprehend that. <laughs> right. Seventy thousand. What is that? Yeah, exactly. I yeah. Was that literally even look like? I don't know. <laughs> but um, I mean, like I said, we've got you know guys on like Lance Pekus and and Jamie mm-hmm. Ron all going out on Wingnut Alley, and it's mm-hmm. I think it's owing to the fact that it's just such a far jump that you have to make at such an awkward angle. You know, you're having to throw your body sideways. I mean, naturally, even we saw um, early in the season, the wing nuts mm-hmm. were just hard enough by themselves. Exactly. So to have so many and for it to be so awkward. Right. And to have to kind of sh- switch direction in mm-hmm. midair as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam Rail, Brian Arnold. Mm-hmm. You said Flip Rodriguez. Uh, Flip Rodriguez. Right, right, right. Daniel Gill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Daniel Gill, especially. He's... Um, uh, where's Daniel Gill? Yeah, I, I, once again on on that dismount mm-hmm. to make it all the way through the wing nuts and then to fail on the dismount <sighs> is even harder. Um, but uh, wh- what else? One of the things that I was kind of surprised because mm-hmm. I feel like the Wave Runner was the thing that really did a lot of people in last season. Mm-hmm. It seemed like not as many people were having trouble with that. Like they maybe scouted it a little bit more and were able to kind of know exactly what it was you needed to do. See, well, well, speaking about scouting it out, what surprises me is that more people haven't built the crisscross salmon ladder. Right, 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 right. It's just like, uh, you know, just a regular salmon ladder. Yeah, I'll exactly. On that. But this, just even watching it for the first time, after like a long time, mm-hmm. it's just like, wait, what? Right. Like, it's confusing to try and figure it out. Uh, and I think that's why, you know, as people compete, like, um, if they're later on in the episode, they, they're at an advantage because mm-hmm. they get to see what works and what doesn't. Right. Um, but definitely the crisscross salmon ladder. Crisscross applesauce. Crisscross applesauce. I was surprised to see so many people skipping rungs on yeah. that one. I mean, jumping like three rungs at a time. Yeah. Um, where did I write it? Yeah. Well, Al- Alyssa mm-hmm. Beard. Mm-hmm. Who was the last woman standing? Mm-hmm. Uh, she was the second woman to reach stage two. She did fall there. Made it all the <sighs> way to the top of one side, but it was that crossover yeah. that got her. It's just... Uh, <sighs> there's so much frustration that right. happens because it's just like... Uh, uh, mm-hmm. You're right there. Um, who else? Oh, Brent Stephenson. Mm-hmm. The Wave Runner. Yeah, the Wave Runner. And it's the Wave Runner is similar in, in a lot of ways to the Unstable Bridge, the thing that did him in previously. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw that take him out. We saw that take Tyler Gillette out. Um, but not too many other people um, kind of fell on the, on the Wave Runner. It seems like, like I said, it was a little bit deadlier last year mm-hmm. because people were they were landing and they were using their grip so hard that it just completely threw it to one side. Whereas this year people were, were really taking their time, making sure there was even pressure and just doing these little hops, you know, along it. Um, but I think it was the distance between the wing nuts and also the jump on the, uh, on the swing surfer as well. I mean, that's a 12 foot jump that you have to make from the initial platform to a very, very small ledge on the edge of that, that surfer. Well, see, and speaking of small surfaces, the landing pads mm-hmm. are so much smaller in right. general that 
I mean, we saw some people where it's just they barely made it onto the landing pad. Mm. So it's scary to think that, <laughs> I mean, the stakes are so much higher because it, everything is just so much smaller, so much higher. Right. And farther apart. Right. Exactly. Um, who else? Who else we've got? I mean, it's it's crazy seeing the people that we've been following all season. Mm-hmm. And like just because of the nature of the show, a lot of them just have to kind of be relegated to like, oh, they also failed. They also failed during the By commercial the way. break. Right, yeah. right, right, right. I mean, we've got, you know, guys like like Nick Hansen and John Alexis Jr. Mm-hmm. and Mike Bernardo and Drew Knopp um, all all kind of like losing in, in different ways. And it's it can be over that quickly, you know? Well, and especially because they have the idea of, if I can just make it past this stage, then I can make it right there. Like, it's so much closer that you think, okay, it's fine. It's mm-hmm. fine. I can do this. Before, I mean, you, you're starting qualifying. You think, oh, gosh, okay. First, I need to tackle this, and then everything else comes later. Right. But for it to be so close, I think that maybe subconsciously they're like, okay, I'm almost there. Right. It's basically there. Right, yeah. But, yeah. So, I don't know. It's really scary to watch. And um, even going into stage three, just to right. make it there. So, so let's talk about the, the, the strongest runs okay. of stage, stage two. Let's talk about... Um, Papal. Let's talk about, uh, yeah, the Papal Ninja, mm-hmm. Sean Bryan. Mm-hmm. It's, that was one of those things. And not to take anything away from Sean Bryan, I wasn't expecting him to make it this far in in the season. Yeah, I mean... No. Of course, like, we're thinking Drew Dreschel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Lance Pekus. I mean, you're yeah. kind of your 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 um, your longtime favorites. You're, you know, your veterans, mm-hmm. you know. Well, I, I, of course, you know, like we talked about last week, I was rooting for Tyler mm-hmm. Gillette. Right, right. Because you just never know. Like, you you know. want to see that story happen. You want to see that kind of that that uh, that full circle narrative, you know. Uh, we've got Corby one in the chat. Thank you. Thank you so much for, for the, the birthday, which is, I also was very curious what Drew was listening to. Um, I wasn't sure if, if they were allowed to say it like rights wise, oh, but. Well, same as, same as last time mm-hmm. when, when we, at the beginning of the season. Very curious. Just, and I asked you, I think, what would you be listening to? Oh, what would I be listening to? I don't know if you did ask me that. Okay, what would you be listening to? Birthday boy? What would I be listening to? Man, maybe, maybe Rick Ross. I think, I think maybe Rick Ross. What's Maybe, maybe Waka Flocka. Uh, Hard in the Paint, I think that would be, that's a motivation, that would, that would get me motivated. There's a song by T-Pain called Motivated. That's one of my favorite, like, like motivational songs. It's you really, really good. Exactly. It's you know. All it's right. right. It's right there on the tin. Oh, eh. Uh, Guys, let us know if you have any songs. Yeah, what would you what be listening are? to if you were pulling a Drew Dreschel and you had your earbuds in on the American Ninja Warrior course? What would it be that you were listening to that you wanted to get you all the way to that buzzer? What do you think, Amy? We'll see. Lose yourself is always. Sure. A really sure, good sure. option for me. Sounds pretty good. But oh, oh you're gonna kill me. Who <laughs> sings it? X gonna give it to you. X gonna give it to you. DMX? There we go, DMX. <laughs> yes. I forgot completely. His name is practically in the song's title. X Oh, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? Yes, 
Yes, this is true. <laughs> you are so wise. That'd be good. That's a good one. I do yeah. love me some DMX for sure. You know, and especially, it's weird, but the Dare, uh, Deadpool trailer, mm-hmm. the first one when oh, it came right. out. Oh, that's right. Yep. Was that? Uh-huh. They used it, and I was like, yeah. Uh-huh. They also X- used Shoop sh- 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 by Salt and Pepper. That movie had a great soundtrack, for sure. Good times. Um, So we've got Sean Bryan. We've got the Papal Ninja. He's the very first person uh, of the night to make it past Wingnut Alley and the first finisher with hitting the buzzer with 15 seconds left to go. And just seeing seeing the 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 rest of the clergy that he works with, <laughs> yes. how they react to his his success is awesome. I love. I still. I think that's one of the best parts of American Ninja Warrior that we get to see people supporting each other, mm-hmm. not even just other ninjas, but just their families. Right. You know, because this is a big deal, um, and just to get to see them in different cities mm-hmm. is always nice. Absolutely. Um, after. Him, we did have Naji. Yes, Naji Richardson, the Phoenix. Mm-hmm. I know. Well, and that was exciting for me because you, after seeing so many people go down, you're like, oh gosh, you start expecting it. Yeah, yeah. So it's almost, it's like, uh, what was it? The finals where Daniel Gill was the last one. Mm-hmm. He made it, and same for Drew. And you're right, like, and Daytona. Oh, right. Oh my gosh, are they gonna make it? Um, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that run. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think was he the one that almost, almost lost it on the wing nuts? Like he was no. hanging on with one arm, or is that someone else? That's someone else. Okay. Okay. Because someone made a save with like one hand on the wing nuts, and I could not believe it. Wait, you know what? No, maybe it was. I'm wondering. I, remember I don't know. Writing that down. Where did I write that? <laughs> I was getting so into it, I forgot to. I know. Take copious notes. Yeah, having like little heart attacks while watching. Right, right, <laughs> Pretty exactly. Much. So finally, we've got Joe Morawski, the weatherman. He's made it to stage three every year that he's competed, except for last year. Mm-hmm. So that's already a lot of pressure going on. This is his fifth time mm-hmm. at stage two. Right, right. But he, he made it like, look easy, hit that buzzer with 25 seconds left. And just like that, we, were, we are down to three people <laughs> from 70,000 applicants. We've got three people attempting stage three. I can't even begin to describe the feeling of watching them compete because you have such an overwhelmingly terrifying obstacle course, Mm -hmm. and there's only three people, and you know that they're not, well, you're hoping that they're all going to make it. Right, right, right. But you know that it's very unlikely that all of them will. Right. Um, So, exactly. Let's get into that stage three course. We start off with the floating boards, followed up by the key lock hang, followed by the nail clipper, the ultimate cliffhanger, the curved body prop, the peg cloud, the time bomb, and finally the flying bar. This is where I started writing, what the? Are you kidding me? <laughs> right, like, right, I, right. I, no. A lot of these are brand new. Some of them, like the nail clipper we saw last season, we saw doing a lot, a lot of ninjas last season. Um, but, you know, it's... Every every one of the the ninjas at least makes it to the the ultimate cliffhanger, mm-hmm. and it's it's so hard because you're supporting your entire body weight on this two inch ledge. You know, you know we see people make it past the floating boards mm-hmm. where they have to kind of like maneuver themselves around these these 
perfectly vertical boards. That just... I mean, I know that's the first obstacle, but even just starting there, I'm like, what? Right, exactly. How is this possible? They have to be, like, Spider-Man. Right. And then, not only that, but followed by the key lock hang, where you're not only supporting your body weight holding these small handles, but you're you're also having to use your brain. You're having to find out yeah. exactly which hole to fit the, these keys into. Mm-hmm. Um uh, the nail clipper itself, another obstacle with very, very thin ledges. These these sort of pipes kind of spin themselves also. And those, we'll see, well, I know I'm jumping ahead, but Joe, when mm. he was doing it, it almost, like the first two, you almost couldn't see that they were moving. Right, right, so right. So I'm like, whoa, he's really got a hold on it so right. that it doesn't well, move. Well, they only, I think they only move like 90 degrees. Yeah, but They'll, they'll only move a quarter of a turn. Yeah. So at least they're not like sitting there spinning, <laughs> you know? <laughs> That'd be awful. Yeah. Um, but the, so the ultimate cliffhanger, you're having to kind of hold yourself up along these zigzagging yeah. ledges. Yeah. Then the curved body prop. The curved body prop, it's a track that's 30 feet long. It goes up a hill for 10 feet and then down kind of a valley for 15 feet before going all the way back up uh, and then right into the peg cloud. I would say that this one kind of reminds me of the, what is it? Jumping spider. Jump, yeah, similar similar in, in that you're kind of having to extend yourself and, and prop yourself up with your own body weight. This was definitely, I don't know, my mind was blown watching mm-hmm. this entire episode because it's everything. You're using almost every single part of your body in every single one of these obstacle courses. Right, right, like, right, right. Obstacles. Um, but, uh, and, no, I can't. And, and then going to the peg cloud... Just hanging upside down mm. and then grabbing the pegs. Like, you could, I can't. Like, I can't. <laughs> I, I think we had just gotten used to all the other obstacles where you're thinking, okay, these aren't too bad. And you see so many people attempt to do them and be successful that for it to be like, hey, only three are going to try, mm-hmm. that to me was just very um, crazy. Right, 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 right. So we've got Sean Ryan, we've got the Papal Ninja, makes it past the floating boards, makes it past the key lock hang, the nail clipper. Did, uh, his gymnastic landing. Oh, uh, that was great. That was great, definitely. That. The yeah. Exactly. Sean Ryan, uh, a former top college gymnast at Cal Berkeley, was fifth in the nation in 2008. Perfect perfect dismount, perfect landing, uh, befitting a gymnast. A gymnast. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's that ultimate cliffhanger. Eventually... He's trying to make it past, and it's just too much weight on on his fingertips. Yeah, his grip ends up giving out. Hits the water. Now we're down to two. I <laughs> well, I can't even begin to imagine what they're feeling mm-hmm. because it's not like yeah he went down. It's like oh shoot, this is really really hard. Right, exactly, yeah. exactly. Next up, we've got Najee Richardson, the Phoenix. The nail clipper is what took him out in Cleveland, but he makes it past that this time around. Almost makes it past the ultimate cliffhanger. Gets right to the last part. His grip gets, gives out. Well, and he had a really good save from the key lock hang. Yes, yes, yes. <sighs> I'm trying to remember because I wrote it. But that was the one where... Wait. No, that was someone else. I'm getting it confused <laughs> now with stage two. But I wrote it, so mm-hmm. it happened. Yes, um, yes. It was impressive. Makes it all the way, almost, almost, almost past the ultimate cliffhanger. This grip gives out. 
And we're down to one person. And that's when that's when it's it's really on like I'm watching it. I'm literally very as literally as you can get on the edge of my seat because we're either going to have a millionaire or we're going to have a winless season again for the second time in a row. I like that he I mean I, I'm hesitant to say that he was moving cautiously because he wasn't too cautious that it was like, "Oh gosh, is he going to be able to complete this?" Right. Because he seemed confident. I oh, mean, for sure. Uh but then, and it it didn't seem yeah he wasn't really having any sort of problems. Um, makes it past the body prop. This this strategy that he has on the peg cloud is so wild to see, because he's he's holding onto these pegs and he's and then he's throwing his legs over them so that he can kind of hang off and give his arms a rest. Yeah, it's it's so creative, but it 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 makes sense. It does, and I hope. I mean, I'm wondering why. People don't make more intense courses in their backyard, mm-hmm. but it's probably because there's only so much room you could have. Right. There's only so much room. There's only so much money you've got just logistically. What do you mean? Right. What do you <laughs> mean? Yeah. Money? Uh, yeah. But I definitely think if we have advice for any future um, go, ninjas. Go and build yourself a peg cloud. A peg cloud. Figure that out. Crisscross salmon ladder. <laughs> The, uh, Crisscross salmon ladder at least seems like if enough people are making salmon ladders from the looks of it, then it makes sense you might be able to to make one of those. Yeah, I, yeah, right. I don't. I I mean I I don't know. I I'm the last person to ask how, but it seems at least maybe doable. Who knows? Or, or even contact the maker. Do you remember the maker? Oh, the maker ninja. Of course, yeah. of course. And just see what. What obstacles he has up his sleeve, right? And see, hey, let me build one so that I can practice just in case yours makes it exactly again to the show, right? There you go, yeah, there you go. So, planned out. Joe Moravsky makes it past the body prop, and mm-hmm. that that was agonizing just watching how how long that took and thinking that at any moment he his 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 uh, I, I don't know what you would call it. I mean, I guess your grip, like a, a kind of grip, yeah, would give out and just like. And especially if it was at the very top. Like, that's a long way down. But he was also the one that jumped into the water from the top of that cargo net in stage one. So That's right. Right? Um, he's got that, that wild upside-down rest on the mm-hmm. peg cloud. Mm-hmm. Um, even even at, at first, you know, he's literally hanging completely upside-down. And just hanging from his legs, giving his arms a chance to rest, giving his fingers a chance to rest, because there there's nothing else you can do at that point. And I mean, I know that he's been far enough along into this to the uh, American Ninja Warrior, but it's still really shocking that like Jesse Graff, Jude Dreschel, Lance Pekus didn't get that far. Mm-hmm. So I think that maybe in his mind, he's like, it's okay. I'm a little bit of a dark horse because... I mean, yes and no. I think he's getting to the point where, like, he's he's not as, I guess, as marketable as, as a Lance Pekus or as a Jesse Graff. But he's but, a weatherman. But he, he is a weatherman. Yes, you're right. But he's... You know, he's he's not out doing, like, no hands cartwheels on the beach like Jesse Graff. Right, he's not, true. you know, on a farm like Lance Pekus. He's, no cowboy hat. He's a weatherman, but he's also the most consistent ninja. No one, no one I think, has as good of a track record as he does mm-hmm. up against obstacles. You know, maybe Drew Dressel. Yeah. But, um, 
but yeah, and so so seeing him make it to to the peg cloud, makes it past the peg cloud, gets to that time bomb where you're you're having to move these as as Matt Eisman said, these tiny little kettlebells from hook to hook. And eventually one of them is just just too far away. It's just out of his reach. He reaches a few times and you can tell his grip is going. Finally hits the water. And we've got a season with no winners. His time ran out. Yep. Mm. Knew I wasn't gonna escape for that one of those. <laughs> I was fishing for it. I don't know if you could see it. But yeah, I mean but he was named the last man standing. Right. So that's that's a nice little title. I mean, that's a great title to have sure. for American Ninja Warrior. Of course. Uh season nine. I don't know. I are you shocked that he was the only one? That left? that he was the last man standing? Yeah. I don't know if I'd say shocked. I I probably would have expected more maybe a Drew Dreschel to, to be the one once again, I think as he did last year, to be the one to make it the farthest. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Joe Moravsky, another one of, like I said, the most consistent ninjas that we've seen. Uh, it makes a certain amount of sense. The thing that I kept thinking about is, like, if you're the staff of American Ninja Warrior and you built Stage 4 and no one even got a chance to touch it, like, how do you feel at that point? <laughs> Think of that, because <laughs> right? oh. that is a massive, massive structure oh, that no one even got man. a chance to touch. <laughs> Grip, electric, all those departments. Yep, yep. Best of boy? Are there still best of boys? Is that still a thing? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Mm, no. I don't know. I, not that I know. I it. just remember seeing it in credits of a lot of movies. Yeah. The best boy. I want to be best girl. You're, you're the best boy. <laughs> yeah, I well, and I think I mentioned earlier in the season that this was mostly American Ninja Warrior notes. <laughs> and funny enough, that's it, guys. That's it. it that's ended. It. Ooh, I know. I almost did it on purpose too, though. I'm like, I'm gonna finish it here, right? And then start getting a lot bigger. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's been a fun ride. And it's been real. It's been very real. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. That's it. That's it. I. What if I, we just? Well, see you later. Head set off guys. out the door. <laughs> yeah, I was. I don't know if you saw Celebrity Ninja Warrior. I, I was looking at pictures just because this was before the season technically started for mm. us. But I would love for them to do more with that. Sure. Because. Obviously, these ninjas have come to be celebrities. I mean, people know who they are. Mm. Um, but I I think it'd be fun to see, like, I don't know, Taylor Swift <laughs> trying to do this. Okay. Or, okay. Who would you like to see tackle who this? Who would I like <gasps> to see? Oh. Who are you thinking? Well, just, like, randomly, because I was looking at you. Uh-huh. Um, John Cena. Okay, sure. Sure, That'd sure, sure. I don't know if he's quite as agile as you need to be. Yeah. He's certainly got the strength, obviously, but this, yeah. I don't know if he's got the cat light reflexes to. I'm, I'm imagining him on like the double dipper and just like. How tall is he? He's How tall not... is John Cena? Yeah, he doesn't. 6'3, I think. Well, I, I, I'm thinking he doesn't look that tall compared to the really, really, really big, big. Dudes like in who? wrestling, Triple H. Mm-hmm. And Triple H might be six four. I think. See, 
Mm-hmm. Cena might be 6'2". I don't know. I need to what? brush up on my stats. It's also his shorts. Growing up, I uh, my favorite wrestler when I was growing up was The Undertaker, and The Undertaker's like 6'10". And so I, that completely warped my, like, perception of height. Yeah. Like, if anyone was under 6'10", I'm like, oh, they're kind of small. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we? I know. We're like little ants. Oh, I know. <laughs> All right. So, sorry. Who, who um, would you... For some reason, the first name that came to mind was John Bernthal, the guy that's playing the Punisher. You know? That would be so cool. That'd be pretty cool. I don't know why that was the first one that popped into my head. <gasps> what if superheroes did it? Like, I think Stephen Amell's done the course before, hasn't he? Oh, well, I meant like Daredevil, like oh, uh, oh like actual, Cox. like actual superheroes, yeah. not like the guys that play them. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, imagine Daredevil, Luke Cage, in a way. I say he's a superhero. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, they are. I mean, um, yeah, you don't have to have powers to be a superhero. Batman. I mean, he does have powers. Batman, oh yeah, he's he's pretty cool. Batman's a superhero. Doesn't have powers. He could talk like the. Oh, that was bad. That was bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. So the Punisher for you? Sure. I think so. Yeah. That was that was my my for some reason that was the first one that popped into my head. But I'm pretty sure I've definitely seen video of Stephen Amell doing a salmon ladder. I think he's done the course before. American Ninja Warrior. If you're right? listening, right? We'll take our recommendations. I think please. the. I, but I, that's the thing. I think he's done it. I think they've had him on. I could be yeah, wrong. Yeah, but know. John Bernthal. Yes, John Bernthal. Yeah. Jason Momoa. Okay. Okay. He's a rock climber. Is he? Yeah. Okay. He he does that in his spare time. I follow him on Instagram. There you go. Um, so do you think? Do, do you think in in season ten? Uh-huh. Actually, could we get a little bit of prediction music? Can we get some prediction? Yes. Oh. Last time. One last time. Let's keep it simple. Those are scary. Let's keep it simple. It's that theremin, that Ed Wood theremin. Have you seen Ed Wood? What? That's another movie you should watch. We were talking about movies before the show. That's another movie you should watch. October's Um, right around the corner. Yes, it is. (laughs) Hot season's here. Um, Do you? Let's keep it simple. Okay, keep it simple. Do you think we're gonna see a winner? In season 10. I'm going to stay positive and say yes. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. Do you? I don't know. It's getting harder and harder to stay optimistic. With as hard you as they're... You can do it. As hard as they're making these obstacles. Do you think that by not having people finish, that they would change their obstacles at all for next year? Meaning like, oh, let's make them slightly, slightly easier. easier. Possibly, I don't know. I mean, I guess I I suppose it depends on on what gets ratings. You know that that sort of nail biting is anyone gonna finish this course? Yeah. <laughs> this, is, is that this? Gu- Guile's theme from Street Fighter? I know it's from Street Fighter. I just can't tell if it's guy. I'm pretty sure it's Guile's theme. Guile's theme goes with everything. It, okay, thank you. Guile's theme goes with everything. Well, there you go. Keep going. Yes, there you go. Love Street Fighter. So I think think of Mario. Like, Super Mario. Like, boom, boom. 
Well, yes, oh, when you obstacle. think of like obstacle courses, yeah. I mean, yeah, like the American Ninja Warrior course is ostensibly a real life platformer, if you could call it that. Yeah. In 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 the style of a Super Mario, or maybe there you go, maybe a Mega Man, maybe a Kirby. That was so cool. Whatever your your tastes are. Isn't bear with me? Isn't there like brick in the Mario Brothers game? Yes, there are bricks. Because we have bricks behind us. <laughs> So I'm just saying, it works. Connections are everywhere. I can feel them. Times a flat circle. Making them for you guys. <laughs> um, you said something. I'm sorry. We said a lot of things, we said, Amy. We did. We sure have. I think we're we're getting get <laughs> exactly exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. I I think there's always going to be that sort of balance. They might make an a specific obstacle easier, but for every obstacle they make easier, they might introduce a brand new one that's damn near impossible. What's crazy to me is that there are so many new obstacles, so many new ideas coming from NBC, as far as I know, mm-hmm. or the producers, whoever. And then in addition, the um, obstacle design challenge. Right. Right. Which anyone from like what, what was the youngest girl? I think we had nine, nine, nine years old. Yeah, nine making and designing obstacles for these adults right. to do. Right, like what? <laughs> um, so I would definitely like to see. Imagine a season or at least um, a whole obstacle course just of new ones. Just a brand new obstacle? Yeah. Oh my god! I know. I just made that really difficult for everyone. Right? <laughs> don't don't do it. I'm just saying that, that might be, be fun. That might be fun if it was just like a one off special or something like that. Yeah, like before season mm-hmm. ten, mm-hmm. like we had Celebrity exactly. Ninja Warrior. There you go. There you go. Yeah, and then like the quote best of the best ninjas get to try it out. No floating steps. <laughs> right. Uh yeah, that'd be fun. That no be warped fun. wall. Right. It would be something else. That'd be weird. I don't know what it'd be called. <laughs> so you guys can do that. Exactly. Exactly. I forgot the website, but <laughs> Obstacle Design Challenge. You guys can go there and uh, anwnation.com. There you go. There you go. Well, guys, that's that's our show. That's our season. Aww. It's It's been fun. Uh, whether you joined us from the beginning, whether you jumped on this episode, uh, thank you so, so much for, for joining us and and letting us talk about these incredible, absolutely extraordinary people. Um, it's been inspirational as hell. We've had a blast uh, getting to know you, getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been super, super fun. So in in the meantime, uh, be sure to keep up with AfterBuzz TV. As you might have heard me say over the last couple weeks, we've got a lot of new stuff coming. We've got the everything is changing with AfterBuzz. So keep up with AfterBuzz. Keep up with our website. Keep up with AfterBuzz Weekly with Megan Stecker. Uh, a whole lot is happening, so you're not going to want to miss it. Um, and, uh, and yeah, Amy, where can they find you? Oh, I'm getting so emotional. <laughs> Thank you guys for a wonderful season. It has been a blast these last three months. Uh, but, yeah, you guys can find me on Twitter, Instagram, AmyCassandra underscore TV. Also here, after buzz, there's lots of new things coming. But I tomorrow I will be doing mini spotlights. There you uh, go. Those are just interviews with very talented people, very short, so you can watch those. And also on Popcorn Talk, box office breakdown on Sunday nights. And yeah, if you guys ever have any questions or anything, just shoot me a tweet or um, post on my Instagram. Anything. Yeah. There you go. <gasps> 
Steve, our faithful producer, where can they find you? Is he there? Yeah, hey guys, sorry. Yeah, you can find me uh, working in the booth, uh, fixing the channel, the mixer I'm speaking to over here at AfterBuzz. <laughs> there you go. Uh, guys, I have been Ty Matthews. You can find me on all forms of social media at Ty Matthews PMA. That's Twitter, that's Instagram, that's the, the PlayStation Network. Uh, a brand new Overwatch update just came out, so I'm going to be playing a hell of a lot of that uh, this week, probably. Also, haunt season is coming up. If you're in Southern California, you go to any sort of haunted attraction, any sort of haunted event or haunted house you'll find me uh and happy birthday that's and, and that's, thank you thank oh. you very much thank you guys for your birthday wishes uh Keep setting them over you can you can find me also on the lucha underground after show on thursday nights uh 10 o'clock p.m pacific there's not much longer left in that season ultima lucha trace is right around the corner um and that's kind of it so catch me online and hopefully we'll catch you next season but until then peace from executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 